0: Love Talk Radio. This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women, with your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis.
1: Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is... Friday, April 15th, 2020. Happy Good Friday. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at the Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider and never miss a show. Today we have a very special guest founded in 2010 by celebrity designer Angela Renee. Renee Tyler creates custom contemporary designs for women sizes 12 and above. Renee Tyler designs have been worn by celebrities including Laverne Cox, Dulce Salon, Mary Lambert, Marsha Ambrosius, and most recently Vivica A. Fox. The brand was featured on the critically acclaimed AMC television series Dietland featuring Juliana Margulies and Joy Nash. In 2016, Renee Tyler made history as the first-ever plus-size brand to show at L.A. Fashion Week. Inspired by the belief that high-end fashion should be inclusive for women of all shapes and sizes, she opened the first-ever plus-size boutique on the Las Vegas Strip at the Grand Canal shops at the Venetian Resort. In 2020, the boutique opened at the Fashion Show Mall, her Narra and Blah collection debuted in New York at the Oxford Fashion Studio at Pier 59 Studios, making her the only brand to showcase an all-plus-size collection for the fall and winter 2020 season. She believes whether you're a size 4 or 24, fashion is for everyone. Angela Renee is a finalist for the Cultivate award year two presented by the curvy fashionista with founding sponsor Eloquie and we are so excited to have her on the show today let's welcome angela renee hi hi shanice hi happy good friday yes what a good day to have you on the show this is
0: yes special it's a great spirit. day to be on the show
1: yes so Before you got into the fashion industry, tell us about your background and what you were doing.
0: Uh, Sure. Well, before I... Got into fashion. I've always loved fashion and always um, really liked to sew. I was a manicurist. I was in the beauty business, and I had been a manicurist since um, right out of college. You know, I went to college for one year, and I was like, "This is not for me." I've always been into beauty and fashion, so I became a manicurist, and I I was a manicurist for over twenty years. And. After my son was born, I um, had went into, um, like, home daycare with children because I wanted to be with my son, and then eventually became a nanny. And while I was a nanny, that's when I was able to work part-time and build my business and start Purple Diva Designs, which was my very first brand and my first label as a plus-size designer.
1: So you've had multiple careers. What inspired you to... Uh, turn over and say, I want to be a plus-size fashion designer?
0: Well, since I sewed, I had, you know, started, like, you know, I would make my clothes and I would make certain things. And for me, it was very difficult because it was just really hard back then to really find um, fashionable clothes in my size that were not matronly or dowdy or just didn't really flatter my figure. So I started making things and When I would wear something out, people started asking me, you know, where would you buy that? I really like what you're wearing. And it just clicked that other women were wanting what I wanted. So that kind of was the catalyst to get me going to actually start the brand. And I just started making clothes, and I would make custom designs for women, and it just took off from there.
1: So what was your biggest obstacle getting your brand off the ground initially?
0: Well, initially, you have to remember back then in the – back in the day, there were no – there wasn't really any social media. You know, there was no Instagram. There was – I don't even know if Facebook was – maybe Facebook was just kind of barely getting started. So it was more of a word of mouth. It was more I had to really network and I had to meet people, you know, like yourself and like Marie and other people who were in the industry to really help me promote my brand because back then – I mean, there wasn't anything. I mean, you only had very few um, bloggers. You only had very few um, outlets. You had like Plus Model Magazine and a few others, but there weren't a lot of avenues for any designers like myself to really put themselves out there. So that was really one of the biggest challenges back then.
1: And that's 10 years ago you're talking about.
0: Yeah, I mean, yes, 10 years ago. That was like, well, I'm going on my 12th year now. I mean, time is flying by with COVID and everything. It's like two years have just flashed by. But, I'm, you know, now this is 12 years for me. So back then it really, really was difficult. There weren't the – you didn't have the avenues. It was really a word of mouth and who you knew in the industry.
1: So fast forward to current day, what have been yes. some of your biggest accomplishments as a designer now,
0: Um well as a designer for me, I mean I've had a few that have just really been amazing. I was able to, um to show um several years, uh, 2015, twenty fifteen, twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen at um Art Hearts Fashion. That was the first major platform for me as on a more mainstream level as a plus-size designer because at that time in L.A. they weren't showing anybody. So that was major, and also when we did, um, and you were part of that too because you were the host of that show when we did um, Hot Curves L.A. Fashion Week, and that was Mm -hmm. the first ever plus-size show in Los Angeles during L.A. Fashion Week that featured all indie designers, pretty much all indie designers. I think we had maybe one or two that were – you know, that were major, des- you know, major companies, but the majority of them were indie designers. We did it two years in a row, and that was something that had never been done in L.A., so that was just really a breakthrough point for me that led me to get to, um, to Hot Curves. Also, to be able to be um, featured on Dietland, that was a network television show. Juliana Margaret Lees mentioned my name on the show. It was just, that was really, really something special for me because i had actually made it to a net my brand had actually made it to a um a network television show and then of course um new york fashion week we did new york fashion week two years in a row we featured all plus size um models and that hadn't been done so there are a lot of firsts for us that i'm very very proud of and as well as i did um, a show here called 40 plus divas which features women over 40 we had women from 40 all the way up to 80 years of age and this was a, um, a collab that i did that featured women over 40 because i believe one of my main things that i um really want to stress in the industry is that plus size women are all ages and you know you need to cater to of course they're the 20 year olds who are plus size but they're also the 60 the 70 year olds that are better that are plus size so um, that is something that I'm just really proud of. And to, you know, have my clothes on certain designers, and I am mean, sorry, on certain celebrities as a designer, that really, really means a lot to me. And I'm very, very proud of that.
1: Now, you don't think... One of your biggest accomplishments is your boutique on the Las Vegas Strip. Oh, I left, I left that out. See, I totally left that out.
0: Yes, that was a little. See, you see, you know me too well, and you know that you know today's Friday, and I'm I'm at the store right now, and I'm in between working, so I had my brain I had a kind of kind of brain freeze there. But absolutely, that was just. That was kind of a fluke when i relocated from la to vegas i my business was really growing and i didn't have the e-commerce working the way that i wanted to and i knew that people needed to find out about me so i was able to open a space over at the um the venetian resort and the grand canal shops we were there but we wanted to get to the mall. And Fashion Show Mall is the uh, number 1 mall here in Las Vegas. We're right on the we're right there across from the Wynn Hotel. I'm two doors I'm two I'm next door to Louis Vuitton. I'm like uh four stores down from Neiman Marcus and it is a very uh high traffic mall that's going that has really helps my brand get the exposure that it needs, where women can come in and try on. And, you know, it's women from all over the world because everyone comes to Las Vegas. Vegas is the entertainment capital of the world, and people come here all the time. So you're right. That is really one of the major, major accomplishments. And I'm I'm really glad I made it through COVID, and we're still here. We're still going strong. and And our brand is really growing and getting out there where it normally would not, just with e-commerce.
1: Absolutely. That's a no, big, big, Yeah, you big know, big accomplishment. Yeah,
0: because, yes, because brick and mortar, you know, a lot of people said, oh, brick and mortar is dead. And I believe that you still, you know, with women wanting to try on uh, clothing, nothing wrong with e-commerce, definitely, because I, I shop e-commerce all the time, but I feel that. Um, I hear it from women all the time. I'm so glad you have this store. I can come in. I can try on clothing. I can see what it looks like on my body. I don't have to worry about sending it back, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But it's very, it's very satisfying when people come in and say, hey, this is a place for me. I'm so glad you have a store like this. I wish it was in my city or I wish it was in my country. And that, that just is what makes me love what I do because I know women are – feeling good about what we have to offer and they're excited about it just like we are.
1: So as a designer, what do you think mm-hmm. makes your designs stand out from others?
0: Well, I think because I mean I my real design aesthetic is I love Evening, I love bridal, I love all the glam glam stuff, so I think um, right now i 'm feeling i 'm feeling a niche that needs to be filled because a lot of times you know there's a lot of contemporary there's a lot of ready to wear, but evening wear to me in the plus industry is really really lacking, and I think that 's what makes my brand stand out because I provide women with a, you know, with the red carpet glam, I mean we do, you know, we've done, you know, like the um Oscar after party. We just did Amber Riley. She went to the Elton John after party in our gown. She she did the Essence, um, women of um I forget the name of the, the actual event, but
1: Yeah, I mean in Hollywood, went, you know, I think.
0: Thank you. That's exactly what it is, Women in Hollywood. So she was a part of that. And then we have other women who may not be as famous but who go to these events, who go to galas and go to red carpet events that need really glam and, um, you know, beautiful – high-end fashion, and I think that's what sets us apart. And then we also do bridal, because of course in Vegas, everybody, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people come to Vegas and get married, and they need a gown. Sometimes, I mean, we have people who come here and say, oh, you know what? We decided to get married while we're here. I need a gown, and I'm a size 22. You know, you only have a few options, but they want something different and unique, and that's why they come to us. So we're really feeling that need in the bridal market as well. So I'm just excited that we're able to do what we do, and I feel that's what kind of separates us from the other brands.
1: Oh, I never thought about that. They would come there looking for a bridal gown. I thought they just get married in there, just jeans and t-shirts that they come there. Oh no, they
0: come, they come, and they get me. And I mean, they, you know, you'd be surprised. I had a, I just did a girl. I just did a custom gown. It was a gown. If you go to our social media, you'll see it. It was a gown that was, um, um, the beautiful model Jihan. She wore it um, at New York. And there was a young lady that came in, and she was like a size, she was probably like a 6'8", and she was like, I love this gown so much, I love it, I love it, I love it, I want it for my wedding. So I had to take it, take it apart, and redo it for her, and she wore it on her wedding, and she's like she was like a size 6'8". So it just goes to show you, you just never know. I mean, like I always say, fashion's for everyone. You just never know who's going to come into the store, what they're going to want, and to be able to fill that need is just, you know, it's just a blessing and it's wonderful for our brand.
1: Interesting. So what is the size range well, I guess the size range can be customized if you're taking stuff apart. <laughs> yes, we
0: we do. You know, the brand is really, when I say 12 and above, I mean, we have some size, we have like some sizes uh, like 8s uh, and 10s, but really, and it, it's hard to believe that a 6 and an 8 is considered plus size because sample size is 0 to 4. So if you're over a size, if you're over size four, you're really considered plus, which is ridiculous, but it is what it is. And um, but we do um, we do 12 and above. So we go right now in the store. I have sizes up to 6x in some designs um but we can do you know we do do custom and we're trying the whole the whole goal of the brand is to be able to manufacture so that the Renee Tyler Plus brand is in every size you know it doesn't have to be a custom you can come and get something right off the rack and know that you're getting a quality product that's made in the USA that's sustainable and made ethically and beautiful
1: right and so what's your price point
0: Price point right now is anywhere from I would say you know we have dresses starting like about $89 and then we have dresses up to 2500 depending on what type of gown and even more if somebody wants something custom and more elaborate. But there's a price range for everyone and even people come in and say, "Oh, your prices are a lot." Cheaper than I thought it would be And that's what we're trying to do We're trying to provide something for everyone Because we know in these economic times That everybody can't afford a $2,000 gown Or a $10,000 okay. gown But we want to give them something beautiful To make them feel good in And know that they can afford it
1: Right, and then you want something In case someone stopped someone hits the casino and then wants something fancy. <laughs>
0: exactly. And that used to happen to us all the time when we were over at the, when we, were at the Grand, when we were at the Grand Canal, there were a lot of people that would come in and I had one where the guy came in. he had this big roll of cash and he was like, go in here and buy whatever you want. So, I mean, that's Vegas for you. So you need to be ready <laughs> for those opportunities. And they do come in every now and then. We do get those. So that's
1: fun. Now, you are a finalist for the Cultivate Award Year 2 presented by the Kirby Fashionista with um, Eloquy as the founding sponsor. So how excited are you about that?
0: You have no idea. I am so excited about that because this is an opportunity of a lifetime. I mean, a dream come true to be able to um, collaborate with um, Eloquy and to be able to have a capsule collection with them, get their expertise, their knowledge, um, and to be able to have um, a brand like that um, mentor me and show me the things that I need to know so that I can take my brand to the next level. It's just, I'm, I mean, I'm over the moon over it. I can't even tell you. Uh, it's, it's just an opportunity. It's, you know, for um, Eloquy to um, help um, BIPOC, you know, designers, to, um, you know, women of color. You know, it's just been really a lot of talk about that, you know, over the last few years. There were a lot of companies that were saying, "Oh, we're going to do this, and we're going to help these designers and these these designers of color." And it was great, and people jumped on the bandwagon, and then it just kind of fizzled out. But they're still going strong. We're here at year two. Hopefully, we'll look up and it'll be year ten, and they're still doing this because this is going to help so many of us that really need the help and the guidance of a major brand like an Eloquii. So I am, I am just, I can't tell you, I can't thank. Marie and eloquent enough for this opportunity. It's just an amazing, amazing. It will take my brand to the next level. The exposure even is would just be incredible.
1: Absolutely. And this competition was created especially for black, indigenous and people of color plus size right. designers. Now being yes. a part of this demographic, do you feel there's a lack of opportunities? for you in the fashion community, which is why this opportunity is so important.
0: Yes, absolutely, because I don't, I mean, I haven't, to be honest with you, I'm not saying that there aren't others that are out there, but I don't know of any. I'm not saying that they don't exist, but this is the only opportunity on a major level like this that I've heard of, and I think it's great because we need this, because there's so many, you know, now with Fast Fashion and so many brands that have copied uh, indie designers, it's, it's hard to um, get out there and, and get the exposure that so many of us deserve that we don't get. So I am so excited, and I hope that other people will do what Eloquy is doing because it's, it can really help a lot of people and um, change their lives. It really, it really could. So I'm, I'm glad. I hope it continues, and I hope more brands continue to do the same thing.
1: Absolutely now, tell us how having a capsule collection with alloquy would be a game changer for your brand.
0: oh my god, I mean it. I mean, I've bought clothes from Malakwea. I'm on their mailing list. I see the clothes that they do, and they're so beautiful, and they're so well done. And just to, you know, click on there and see something that I'm a part of, that I collaborated on, I mean, that would be amazing. But just the fact that it's represented by a brand that makes beautiful clothes, I mean, makes really, really good clothes, makes really, um, you know, extended sizes, which to me is so important. That's something that I really, really want to um, work on because you know most brands if you order from a manufacturer it's going to be a one to a 3x and you hope that 3x is a good 3x you know and
1: what true I
0: mean? to size I, true to size you know i've worked with other brands and other brands that have helped me that have a little bit more of an ex- extended sizes but it's really really important because they're women you know that are a 4X and a 5X, and they're stylish and they want to be fashionable and they want to have beautiful clothes that fit them, that aren't too tight. And I think this is exactly what what is definitely needed. And this would be, you know, so amazing for me as a designer to be able to do that. So I, I'm just like, I'm over the moon. I can't tell you. I can't even, I can just pinch myself. I can't believe it's happening. <laughs>
1: So for an indie designer, it's hard to do those um, extended sizes without having um, what a bigger budget.
0: Yeah, bigger budget. Then you have to get the fit models because you want to make sure that the that the clothes fit right. Because that's a lot of the problem, especially with fast fashion or clothes that are made overseas. A lot of the models are smaller or they're junior plus They're or you know they're not really. Um, plus size, what I would call plus sizes, like, say, you get a 1X or a 3X. A 3X may be a 2X. Mm. And, you know, so they're not really sized properly. So I think that is is one thing that I really, as an indie designer, would want to see. I want to see the clothes graded better. They need to really fit a woman's body and fit them properly because a lot of times they really, really don't. So um, that is something that I feel that is so important.
1: And fit is something eloquy does very well.
0: They do I mean, I have to admit, I have to admit, they really, really, really do and um I'm just I'm I'm thankful for the opportunity and I also wanted to mention um Melissa Mercedes, her collection launched yesterday and it's really, really beautiful. So I'm I'm so excited for her and I'm so excited for all of us, all the all the um other um people who were also nominated and and you know this we're all in this together, and I'm wishing all of everybody well and I just want to see more um, collabs with other designers because I think you know we're all in this together, and I think we can really help each other out. I think it would be really, really amazing if we could get together and do other things so that everyone is supported within the industry
1: absolutely, and so in addition to this competition. Who are other people in the industry you're looking to collaborate collaborate with?
0: well, you know you and I had talked about doing something together
1: yes. <laughs> but we're,
0: i want to do i want to do um I love um, Renee Cavaro. I love her. she has been um a uh, maid to me. She is like this fearless energizer bunny that is out there really trying to change the industry. She makes great. Unusual pieces she um she's somebody that I really would love to um you know like collaborate with I would love to see um to be able to collaborate with more of the high end designers why can't um a christian seriano or um Uh, say, a Ralph and Russo or a Carolina Herrera or someone. I mean, now they're making, well, uh, Christian Siriano was one of the first to really, you know, put that out there, as were some others. But now they're more mainstream designers who are making plus. I mean, you see Precious Lee walking in all these fashion shows. It's like it would be great for them to collaborate and say, hey, you know, I want to do this collection with an indie designer. Why not? you know so i feel like there's so many opportunities i just recently met um uh, gabby fresh i've known gabby in the industry for years but i never met her i would love to collab with her i mean there's so many different um like i am beauty curve a lot um stylish curves there's so many great bloggers that are out there that are in the influencers because right now that seems to be who's driving the industry so i would love to work with some um Uh, influencers as well and do some collabs with them. So I think there's so many opportunities. The sky's the limit right now because the plus industry is to me is on fire and to keep the momentum going it's important to um, have a quality product to deliver to the consumer.
1: So what is the ultimate goal of your brand?
0: The ultimate goal of my brand would be to have like I have my store is a pretty large store and I have to I have a very small team that I work with where, where I'm sewing, but now I don't even have time to do much sewing anymore, so I have people who help me with the design. So I have people who are sewing for me. It would be wonderful. I would love my store to have nothing but Renee Tyler. I would love you to walk into the store, and every single thing you pick up is manufactured by me. That would be my ultimate goal to do that, to be able to have maybe a couple of flagship stores across the country. Houston, Texas, believe it or not, is my number one market that comes
1: really? in. Really, I, mean,
0: I would you would think New York, you would think Chicago. Not that those don't come in, but Houston, Texas, the South. I have.
1: Okay. A, Houston I got to tell Houston. you something offline about an event coming up in Houston, Texas.
0: Okay, well, we'll talk about that for sure because we're thinking about doing something down there as well, so that's perfect, but also in Canada the Canadians when I opened my first store my when I opened the store at the at the um Grand Canal, my first client was from Canada. I have more Canadians that come here because it's so cheap to fly here, so a lot of them come here for vacations a lot, and now that everything is open with the travel, they're coming even more but um Canada and Mexico are two of my most um, uh, frequent um, consumers and shoppers with me. So it would just be great to be able to have a couple of more flagship stores and really to have um, more women be able to have the Renee Tyler experience and be able to, um, you know, come in and shop with us and really get the, um, you know, just get, Get comfortable in their skin, not that they're not, but there's so many women who are like, oh, you know what, this, I never can wear this, this is not going to look right on me. You know, we have a great team here. I have Jada here who's a stylist. She's amazing. She really works with the women to style them, to help them with shoes and bags and accessories so that they can look amazing and feel comfortable in their bodies, because it's really, really hard for plus-size women when it comes to shopping, and it's we've come a long way, but we have a long way to go when it comes to body image and body positivity, so I really, my goal is to just really have the Renee Tyler brand manufactured and to be able to have um, multiple locations for them to shop as well as online.
1: So do you have anything else happening that we can be on the lookout for?
0: Um, well, we have a few things that are coming up that I can't really talk about, but a lot of um, uh, new, you know, of course, a new collection coming out. Um, you know, we're going to wait and see what happens with the Cultivate. We're keeping our fingers crossed with that. And just um, trying to, you know, keeping um, new fashion, um, coming out with new ideas, new um, designs, and really trying to get more of our um, brand exposure and get everyone out there knowing who Renee Tyler is.
1: So before you go, tell us your official website and social media pages.
0: Okay, sure. It's um, com, And that's Renee with one E-R-E-N-E-T-Y-L-E-R dot com. Uh, Facebook is Renee Tyler Official. Instagram is Renee Tyler Official. Uh, Twitter is Renee, I'm sorry, it's underscore Renee underscore Tyler underscore, and TikTok is Renee Tyler
1: Plus size. And is the voting still open? Are we supposed to um No, be voting? the voting
0: cl- the voting's closed but you can watch the show live which is gonna be amazing, which is gonna be on uh, Saturday the twenty third. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know the time. I'm I forget the time, but 6 p.m., um, we'll have 6 all p.m. Of that- p.m. Yeah, six PM Eastern time. Six PM Eastern, yeah. Six PM Eastern. So you'll be able to watch it live. You'll find out about the voter's choice, you'll find out more about the whole experience and what we've gone through and um, who the winners
1: are. Well, awesome! Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was great. Yeah. I mean, I I know about you, but anytime <laughs> I interview somebody, you always learn more. So it was still oh, good.
0: absolutely, oh, absolutely. And I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today. And and thank you so much for having me on the show.
1: Well, good luck, and we will thank be watching you. Saturday, April twenty third. 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook Live, the Cultivate Awards, Year 2, presented (laughs) by the Kirby Fashionista and founding sponsor Eloquy. Okay, we'll be tuning in. Thank you for being on the show and continued success with everything.
0: Thank you. Same to you. Talk soon. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?